Hi, I am Coach Emilio. Welcome to the Escuela del Sur. If you are a sports coach, do you want to find more freedom in your decisions and opportunities and find solutions in the day-to-day -day work of your profession? This podcast is for you. I will tell you from my experience as a coach in Dubai and interviews with coaches around the world, the habits, techniques, valuable background, and tools that can guide you and give you more results with less effort. I invite you to give your coaching career more possibilities and confidence in the competitive world of sport. Listen to our episode to get ideas to optimize your professional profile with continuous improvement. So, you can get more results, improving your quality of life along with your profession and your passion. We start. Welcome to Escuela del Sur. We are here with a special guest from Romania. Welcome, Goran Belin. Hello, my name is Goran Belin. Nice How to see you doing? today, Emilio. How are you doing? Good. Today is an amazing day. Yeah, me too. Yeah. We planned this few days ago, this yes. interview. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, thank you. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here next to you. Yeah. You. <laughs> no, for me it's amazing because we prepared this interview. We we have a lot to say from your background. We have a lot of experience uh, for sharing from Romania and US yes, and Dubai. True. Yes. And we have the first question is, is please tell the people who you are. What is your background in gymnastics? <clears throat> so my name is Goran Belling. Uh, I am 32 years old. I'm from Romania. I've been doing gymnastics uh, for 13 years. I am currently a gymnastics coach in Dubai, as you said, in Dubai. I coached before in the United States of America and I volunteered as well in Romania before I went to the United States. Um, as I said, I'm a gymnastics coach. I have experience for uh, about 14 years of coaching gymnastics. I first started as a coach uh, with my ex-coach. Mm -hmm. I was helping him with uh, the classes. When he had overcrowded classes and like this, he would uh, give me or like he would let me help with some of the drills. This is how I first learned how to coach. Then uh, I coached four years in uh, the United States, in New York. And after I came to Dubai and I coached here in Dubai for another seven years, this is wow. my eighth year in Dubai. <laughs> Do you like Dubai? I love Dubai. Uh, I, I really love Dubai. I, I love everything about it, actually. Uh, yes. And you are a father. <clears throat> yes, I am a father. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have a daughter. She's one and a half years old. Uh, yeah, and together with my wife, uh, my wife is as well a gymnastics coach. And uh, we love everything about Dubai. We love the, the culture, we love the weather, we love that it's, it's family, like community-wise, it's it's good. They always create uh, good conditions for us to to do everything uh, we want. We stay entertained the whole time. As you see, in Dubai in the summer, it's a little bit hot or very hot mm -hmm. and uh, they still find Give ways to give us, to yes, do, yeah. give us possibilities to, yeah. to do these things, you know. So this is why I love Dubai because it's, uh, I feel like it's the land of everything possible. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. Uh, Goran, 
if can I travel on the on on the past with a machine, time machine? How was your beginning in gymnastics? I started gymnastics at five years old. When I was at home, I was breaking everything. I was trying myself handstands and cartwheels, taking the TV down, and you know the TV was not flat screen as now. You know it was a big box. <laughs> so when you hit the TV, you don't know what breaks first, your foot or the TV. You know. <laughs> so <laughs> I was jumping uh, in bed all the time. I was doing splits. I uh, even have a picture when I was young. Uh, I was about before I even started gymnastics. I was. Four and a half, maybe years old. It was Christmas. No, it was almost. I was almost five, actually. Four days because my birthday is on the 29th of December. Mm -hmm. So this was like around Christmas time, actually. And I have a picture uh, in splits. Uh, and my parents were like, "Man, we have to take this him." Uh, gymnastics. This is, <laughs> yes, this is 100%. Uh, he's gonna turn into a gymnast. So this is how my parents first took me to gymnastics. I met my coach. Uh, my first coach, uh, we were like the tryout team because he just finished his gymnastics career. He was also in the national team of Romania and he started coaching and we were his first generation. So wow. we were like the tryouts, kind of learn as you go, how to also coach. You know, city. Was, what city? <clears throat> was uh, the city is called Timisoara, it's the third biggest city in my country. It's on the west of the country, very close to the border with Hungary and Serbia. Mm -hmm. uh, the, cl the club of gymnastics is called CSS1 uh, Timisoara, and it's a governmental club. We only now started to have some private gyms in our country, but still they are not developed. Like they don't have the apparatus, like they don't have full floor, they have only one line and like this, so you cannot do high performance gymnastics there. So the high performance gymnastics places in my country, the clubs are governmental. And with the federation. <coughs> yes. With the federation, Romanian. Yes, it's uh, by the Romanian federation and the government pays for the facility bills and for the coaches, coaches. and everything. And uh, we did gymnastics for free. Mm -hmm. So that was another reason why my parents wanted to opt for gymnastics because for example, tennis and other sports, like the aqua sports, uh, they cost money. It's more for expensive. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It is expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, gymnastics is for free. I was staying active. My parents liked it all the time. I was upside down doing splits all over and they said, yeah, that's it. It's gymnastics. Let's do it. So I started at five and uh, a little bit, five years and four months, something like this. I started gymnastics. I loved every single bit of it. In the beginning, uh, that's what I liked about my coach the most. He always found a way to keep us wanting it. Mm -hmm. He never lets us just, okay, repetition, 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 and like, don't do anything else. You have to stay here. Him coming from a communistic background, you know, it also for him was a little bit hard to adapt to this new gymnastics that my country was transitioning into. Uh, I remember talking about this communistic era. I was a little bit naughty one time and uh, he told me to do like five sets of uh, push-ups on the P-bars and uh, I started doing one, two, five sets of 20. Five sets of 20, yes. 
So I do first set, second, the third one I started to struggle a little bit. I started to get tired, you know? Then I go for the first set, the last ones I was like shaking so much, so much. What happened if you don't do it the five? He said it will restart the whole conditioning from zero. zero. And then again, you don't finish your set. We go from zero. He said I have all day, no problem. I can stay here till midnight. I don't have a problem with this. All right, coach. It's because it's governmental, so we could spend time in the gym as, as much as we wanted and as much as we needed, you know? Like when we're trying new skills and like this, or when we were like back from vacation, sometimes we needed to build, you know, like muscles and back to uh, orientation like this, so the trainings would take longer and nobody would say, hey, it's eight o'clock, your class is finished, no? You can it's say 8.30, 9 o'clock, 9.30, okay, now training is finished. The training is finished. You start to be like your life. Exactly, you exactly. So I was at the five set and I tried like at around 10, I felt like really my muscles were blocked. I couldn't press anymore. And then I go for 11 and at some point I just fall off the bars. I tried to climb back up. He said, uh-uh, please start all over again. Said, but coach, really, I want to go in and try again. And he said, no, you have to restart your conditioning. And yeah, I was a little bit naughty, I, I admit it. I said, if you think it's easy, go and do it. <laughs> So you had to apply a correction. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I learned, yeah, this is another way to talk to your coach. I did. Yeah, that day I like restarted the whole conditioning. It was a very hard day and long day, I can tell you. That is the final today. That means what you explain is this situation with your coach told you, okay, who you are. Exactly. Also. Yes, yes, yes. Like this teaches you certain values and respect, you know, towards people who really try to help you the best that they can, you know? So the next day I came back to training, I, I felt really bad, you know? First thing I said, coach, I shake his head and I said, I'm so sorry for what I said today, really, it's not the right. He said, yeah, but yeah, we all learn. It's good that you at least uh, know that you were wrong, you know? Because most of the people would not uh, do that. Because it's very easy to say things and then realize, oh, I met, I might have said it's wrong or not the right way, sides. exactly, yes, yeah. both sides, yeah, so this way I learned certain values and also, you know, the respect grows automatically because I felt bad and then he even like really, he said, this is a really good guy because he came and said, I'm sorry, coach, mm -hmm. that means he knows he did wrong and he didn't come and say, yeah, I was wrong, sorry, coach, I was wrong. I shouldn't have said that, you know? So this way we build a strong relationship. I still talk to my coach every other day. Uh, we call here and there, we video chat. And yeah, we share stories about what happens in my gym. He's still uh, coaching in Romania at, uh, at the club. They now wanted him to coach the national team of Romania. He He's still thinking because uh, he, He's very family oriented as I am. Mm -hmm. So this is another value I learned from him and also from my parents. And uh, he even had the offer to go to Norway to coach the national team. He coached the national team for like two to three months and they wanted him to continue, but he said, no, sorry. Romania, you know, well, yeah, Romania is where I have to be. It's my family, he has two daughters. Mm -hmm. I have my daughter and I know how it is, you know? Like even when we travel in Romania, sometimes 
two three days uh, my wife and my daughter they stay in my wife's city you know with her grandma and like this and i feel like ah, you know i miss them i miss them so i miss playing with my daughter so really i i feel like this value i learned a lot from my coach and also from my parents okay perfect yes with all this um, connection with your coach or how you see the family and the value with gymnastics the next question is What is your philosophy of coaching? What means for you be a coach? For me, coaching, I, I can say this in two different ways. Yes. <clears throat> yes. So, coaching is not only getting your kids better in gymnastics. You get them to from point A to point B. They were level one before. You get them to level 10 and that's it. For me, it's about the journey. That's the philosophy. Every single moment, they have to ask themselves, I want it or I don't want it. When I go in the gym, I feel free. When I step in the gym, you know how the birds fly on, on the sky and they can go wherever they want? This is how I feel when I coach gymnastics. I feel like, really, I can go wherever I want. I step foot in the gym and I feel, man, You feel happy. This is you me. Feel your place. This is me. Yeah. And then the journey starts. Every single day, I add another file to the journey. Another file to the journey. And I look back, I reevaluate the situation, and I ask myself, what can I do better today? Oh, yesterday I was a little bit um, out of energy. Okay, I need to sleep more, maybe. Or maybe I need to change a little bit the exercises. It's not dynamic enough, my class. It's not interesting enough, my class. I feel like I like it. If I do it with passion, the kids resonate and they give me 100% mirror. Same thing. When I step foot in the gym, I start. All right, guys. How are you today? Let's do it. What did you do today? You went to school? Oh, did you learn anything new? Some kids, you know, in school are a little bit yeah, shy and like this, you know, and then they, they start slowly and then I go, oh, but you're excited for gymnastics, okay, we're gonna jump on the trampoline today, oh, let's do it, if you like, give me a high five, let's go, and then they go, oh, yes, go, yes, go, yeah, let's go, <laughs> so then they change from, oh, yeah, my day was good, okay, let's go, where's the trampoline, oh, let's go, let's follow, let's go, you know, and then they're on the movement, mm -hmm. and then the journey continues, so coaching is not only about doing the skill and that's it. It's everything around it. For me, coaching, it's also discipline. They, the, the kids will learn. Also, I'm a, a pure example for them. They follow what I do. They follow what I say. Because I'm a role model for them. The, my kids, if I punish them or If I raise my voice, I never do, but if I raise my voice, nothing worse. Like if I tell them, look guys, I'm disappointed in you today. We put together, because we are a team, me and, and my kids, we are a team together. We put so much effort into it, and today was not that day. Every single day we come here, we give 100%, and today I'm disappointed. They would come back, And without telling them nothing, they start and do 
and they say, coach, can we do more conditioning? Can we do more repetitions? Can we stay longer today? Can we shorten the warm up? They come up with solutions already because they feel that they didn't do their 100%. When the next day, whoo, it's, I don't know. It's like they drink five energy drinks and they are on the move, man. They are unstoppable. They fall, get back up. They don't care. They fall a little bit, you know, I see like they're maybe limping a little bit. I don't know, they landed funny or something. They go back in. Are you right? I'm all right, coach. Okay, do one more. Can I do two more? Of course you can do two more. You can do three more if you wish. All right, coach, I'll do three more. And, you know, everything starts with, as I said, discipline, passion, energy, the how dynamic is, is my class. So behind every single class, there is, you know, not only years of experience, but I plan ahead. Okay, what do I want to achieve today with my kids? Not only back talk or this, no. They learn to work better, more efficient, cleaner. If I see it, let's say we do splits today. We do splits every single day, but sometimes we take a little bit longer for the splits to correct some of the things. Maybe their hip is crooked or something like this. And uh, they say, coach, is my, my splits okay? And then I look, okay, put the knee here like this. The next class, I want to evaluate. Do they do it without me telling them that their hip is crooked? Or they don't? And then I see how the gymnast resonate with me and how do they respond to my, to my training, you know? So behind every single class, I, I put these things on paper and I say, okay, I want to see this, 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 this for my kids. And this is one of the things that I see that if I do a correction, like minor corrections, they will do it the next class. That means that class was successful. If they just continue from where they left off, you know? Nice. That means for you, philosophy is a big connection with energy, passion. Yes. All this discipline. All this discipline. Yes. Discipline. This is, yeah, this is, is your the, the philosophy of, of your. Exactly. Thinking. These are the pillars that stay behind my training. Oh, with a source of technique. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the, the cherry on top, you know? Then you add the technique. Uh, we also always plan from the basics to this. Sometimes we get gymnasts uh, that talented. haven't grown. Yeah, 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 but some gymnasts that haven't grown in our gym. They're super talented. They're doing something wrong and then they got into bad habits and then they cannot change. But we also get gymnasts from three to five years old, you know, that they never did gymnastics and from then zero. we ourselves put that, you know, like the techniques, the basics and everything onto them. Plus we have the values that I said about my gymnastics philosophy, you know, we, we build this on them. Mm -hmm. And when they're older, they already feel these things. They don't think about these things. It's already in them. Inside. It's already inside. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like this is why kids like my classes. They like the energy, but it's also the discipline, you know, when, when they leave my class. The thing is, many times the parent says, coach, you know, my, my daughter, this and that, I coach mainly girls. And she don't listen to me. I tell her so many times. And I feel like last time when you told her this, you know, like, or that, she resonated. She followed what you said and she thought, oh yeah, that's actually a better way to do things, you know. Can you please 
have a chat with, with my daughter because I, I don't know what to do anymore, you know. So I really feel like my kids look up to, up to me, but of course I have to be on top of my game, man. Not only for, for me, for, for my kids, you know. I feel like really I have to be 100% every single day. Nice. And I'm ready. I'm ready, yeah, man. So, <laughs> so. Uh, what, what for you mean technique? <clears throat> like a gymnastic coach. For me, a technique is the easiest way to do a skill. This is a technique for me. Because we can say correct and not correct, but sometimes I see this correct and you see this correct. And they can both be correct, but it depends for what you use. Execution. It. Exactly. Yeah. How you execute the thing and like what you use it. But for me, the technique is the easiest way to do things using the momentum, using the body position, using, you know, because there has been so many studies about technique and they say, oh, I like this technique better. I like this technique better. As you know, in gymnastics, there's always two, three techniques of doing things. Um, <clears throat> as our friend uh, Flavio said, uh, with the twist uh, techniques, you know, like you have- the magic model, you remember. Exactly. <laughs> and you have three different techniques to do one skill. Which one you choose? Well, you it can depends mix. on many factors. Yeah. Exactly. And it depends on many factors. Maybe one kid doesn't understand this technique, but he's created the other one. And I feel like the technique is the easiest way for that child to do a skill. To raise the skill, yeah. yeah. And it's like when they, who, I don't remember now who told me that, but it was very nice. Ah, yeah, I remember. Giacomo in Stuttgart, Italian coach. Mm -hmm. You were in Ireland. He worked in Italy and now he's with the young uh, national team of Germany. He told me, look, you repeat the strength condition, you know, all the planning for someone else. You copy, like, uh, you cooking. So, yeah, some... Uh, the recipe. Stand the yeah. recipe. But the chef knows how to mix different ingredients for prepare the class. <laughs> that means what you're talking about technique is what I now I remember from here. It's like, okay, what technique is better fix or suitable for this gymnast that means no one only one through or one one way to teach yes different ways different coaches different gymnasts what yes. is you will choose because i feel like if there would be for gymnastics like one book with the best technique that suits all the kids the best conditioning that fits all the kids the best flexibility training that fits all the kids it would be one book Everybody would do from A to Z. All the gymnasts would be 100% the same, which is definitely not impossible. It's impossible. That's why we have uh, over 10,000 books written about gymnastics, and they are all like in different languages, different Culture, chapters, environment. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because it depends a lot on where, like here in Dubai, mm. where will kids climb the trees, like in Romania? Mm. In Romania, if you go in a park, at least 10 kids are up in the tree. Here in the palm trees, where will they climb? They don't. So, go outside. Exactly. The point. So then, in one way, they had to kind of follow. Then they made like playgrounds with monkey bars. So they kind of climb a tree. It's monkey bars, it's a bit different, but almost, you know, like, I feel like there are solutions always. Mm -hmm. And as I said, it's everybody depends on the culture of the area where you are, of the weather, there's many factors that go into this.
Yeah. And this is how you have to adapt to your own your place, your, yeah, your own situation. Place, yeah. yeah. And well, the episode has come to an amazing end. Thank you so much for listening and we hope to see you next time on the podcast for Coaches of the World, Escuela del Sur. Don't forget to subscribe, give us a 5-star rating and check out all the episodes available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, LinkedIn and YouTube as Escuela del Sur. See you next time!